This is the show with Cannon Brown. All right, Jeff. Um, we're here to talk about something a little bit serious right now. Uh, there's there's a lot of chaos in the world, in every aspect, in every industry. It doesn't matter where you are. Uh, it's pretty crazy out there. So, it it's pretty crazy when it pertains to the show industry as well. And and we're gonna talk about something innovative and new that's gonna be happening pretty soon. Um, it's called a virtual show, and uh, you're you're kind of at the forefront of it. So, let's. Give give me the spiel because we talked earlier and you said that you've given the spiel to a to many many people over the past couple of days. So I know you have it memorized by heart. <laughs> I, I probably don't have it memorized, but it's a virtual stock show. Um, is the the name of the software that we created, and um, basically this is something that we had thought about several years ago, and I, I know that there's multiple people in the industry that had, had played with some different ideas and even some stuff that had been out there um, that people had used. And um, I guess it was almost two weeks ago now, um, one of our friends that is the uh, um, associate director of our state fair called me whenever um, some of the announcements were being made about COVID-19 and the um, thresholds of individuals that were going to be uh, allowed to congregate together. And so <clears throat> at that time, we started thinking uh, our fair is a spring fair um, and, and that is at our, our state fairgrounds there at Maricopa County. And, and so they knew that, um, you know, there was a potential that we weren't going to be able to have our county fair. And um, uh, my background in history, and I know we've done a podcast before, but um, for those of you that are listening and, and maybe don't know, um, we uh, own Next Level Livestock Camps and also a software company that has produced uh, Just Aid is one of our, our software platforms as well as Stud Tech. And so <clears throat> have a history of um, software and so forth and uh, in our background. And, and so he reached out to me and said, Jeff, can you come in and visit? I have some ideas. I want to talk to you. And uh, essentially, when I got into the, the office there, he said, you know, we need to talk about possibly doing something virtually with these kids. And I said, well, um, it's funny that you bring that up because we have uh, uh, basically whiteboarded and, and put some framework in place for something uh, of that nature. And of course, uh, th then it kind of got pushed to the back burner as we started working on other projects. So <clears throat> that's kind of the basis of how it got started. And uh, came back home and kind of brainstormed and and uh, got with our team and started discussing um, the concept and and what it would take to pull it together and what kind of platforms we could use and software and where we could pull and push and um, you know take it and uh, and put our brains together and figure out a solution. So we were able to do that in a really really short time frame um, and have an incredible team and honestly probably talked to twenty or thirty people. Um, from all different sides of the industry, from fair managers to um, people that obviously sort stock shows and, and just stakeholders, big stakeholders in the industry that own different uh, platforms and kind of get a, a, a really good gauge of their thoughts on how the process would work. And so through all of that and kind of uh, taking everyone's opinions and putting them down on paper and, and discussing those within our team, we were able, able to kind of conceptualize what we thought or what we think is the best process. So 
Um, that's where basically we've come up with it, and uh, it is again called Virtual Stock Show, and um, I'll, I'll kind of walk you through the process, Ken, yeah, so- if you want, and d- discuss you know how it how we start with um, someone that is interested in using the platform and, and what the process is there. Yeah, go ahead and just get, take me through the whole process. Sure, sure. So if someone was interested, and of course it'd be a county fair, a state fair, could be someone that uh, it conducts or or is um, has their own jackpot show that they put on, or even potentially a breeder. We've we've been uh, had multiple breeders reach out to us and talk to us about. Um, potentially putting on some virtual shows. So um, <clears throat> essentially when they reach out to us, we're going to, we're going to walk them through and ask some questions that are pertinent to with the show that they want to put on. And um, from that point forward, what we do is we take and we can build out a registration portal on the front end of the software where there's a series of questions that need to be answered um, for the individual to obviously enter the show. Um, now, some fairs like a County fair may be using a software, program like Showworks or Blue Ribbon or something like that that manages all of their entries for their show. Um, In the case of those organizations, they probably are going to still want to use that software because as a payment gateway, they and and a lot of these fairs that we're talking to right now that are um, potentially coming up in the next four to eight weeks, they have already had their entries come in, they've collected the money, etc. So what we are doing is we're providing them with a link for their exhibitors. um, and when the exhibitors go in, they have, you know, a series of questions they have to answer that are provided to us by the county fair so that we can cross-reference that between their software and our software and make sure that those individuals are entered um, or put them into the correct classes. So, um, for instance, the fair that we're running this week, they uh, we're asking that obviously the exhibitor's name, we're asking the species, we want to know what breed, etc. so that whenever... Um, they enter uh, the system, we take and we tag all of that information on the videos and the documents that they upload. Um, Now I'm going to back up for just a minute because with a jackpot, we do have the ability or even a county fair or even a breeder that wanted to put on um, some sort of a show. We do have the ability to build in a payment gateway and take registration and allow people to pay through the system. So, So once they get to that point, we work through that with them once we have all the questions that they want to answer and having that intake process or that registration process they send out the link and then it's provided to their exhibitors their exhibitors are going to fill that out and then at that point what our suggestion is is we think that every fair needs to use video rather than static images simply for the fact that we all know that um, images can be easily um, photoshopped and so forth and you're probably not going to get the very best view of those animals so what we've done is um, our recommendation is to do a minute and a half or under video Um, our system allows for that any video under four gigs to be um, uploaded into the system in addition we have the ability to also request other documentation so some of the county fairs may want a picture of the exhibitor with their animal because they're going to use that for their virtual auction 
they may want some of those supplemental documents that are required. Um, something that is, uh, you know, that the fair needs to be able to see that they've completed, whether it's quality assurance or something of that nature, or maybe health certificate, whatever their um, documents are, whatever they would like to require for that to exhibit or to upload at that time, our system can do it. We can take over 70 different types of um, file types um, in our in our system. So um, we have the ability to do just about anything. It's very, very um, uh, customizable as far as that side of the system goes. So once the exhibitor has gone in, um, essentially they'll fill out the form, they will upload their video, and then that video is then tagged by our system based on their breed or their division or their weight or whatever parameters the fair or the jackpot has told us that they would like on that. And then we take on the backside, and that's where our staff completely takes over. We take and put all of those uh, videos Basically, we sort them into classes just like you would in a traditional stock show, and um, we build out those classes, and then we take whatever judges you have selected, um, and it could be your judges that you've already, you know, uh, have a contract with for your county fair, your jackpot, especially for those fairs and jackpots that are coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Um, we're taking and we're training them how to use the system, and those videos are pasted into those classes, and then they have a simple uh, ability to go in. Um, we provide them with links. They judge that class by looking at all those different videos, and then obviously giving them a, a, a numerical value of let's say if there were 10 in the class one through 10 or if we have five in the class one through five what we have suggested is that we keep the classes a little smaller than traditional just because you're looking at all those videos and it might be a little more challenging if you had 20 um you know in a class that you were having to jump back and forth between all those videos and of course you know because you've judged uh, quite a few um county fairs etc you know it's different you can walk Back and forth and see those animals in person videos are a little more challenging and of course all of us that have judged livestock whether it be at the um, high school or the college level um, probably judged quite a few classes using video right oh, so yeah. um, and sorted those so it's not something that most judges in this country are going to be unfamiliar with and and I think that that's one of the things that a lot of people have talked to me about specifically as we've talked through um, and talking to county uh, fair administrators and stuff, they're like, well, are they really going to be able to sort them, etc.? And at the end of the day, um, is this exactly what we want? No, we would rather have in-person live shows. But I think this is the best way for us to have a stopgap measure to be able to do that. So um, I'm kind of Getting off of uh, track here, so uh, just to kind of well, uh, you know jump in and talk a little bit about that. But I'll just tell you just for a second to finish out the process. Once they've basically judged those classes, our team is then notified, and we take that data and we have the ability to export it as a CSV, provide it to the fair or to the jackpot show, provide them all of the results. We can send them a PDF. We can talk to them about it over the phone. You know we'll. We will give them all the results. We also have the ability to take those videos and provide those to them and all the entry information, obviously, for them to put in the back end of their software. If they're running Showworks or Blue Ribbon and they need to be able to create their sell list or whatever whatever they need to do, we can get them the information out of the system. And um, 
essentially, you know, we've talked to several fairs and what we're going to do is they're going to take those grant and reserve grant videos of their species and they're going to create some sort of a, a video to showcase those as they announce the results or they're going to do it on Facebook Live. There's lots of different ideas that are really cool of how people are going to announce who won these virtual shows. And I think it's going to be exciting to see what people come up with. So um, essentially, the judges go in and I it's it's the easiest way for me to explain it to people canon is it's really no different than your traditional show it's just that it's being done in front of the judges you know home computer or their office yeah. or whatever they're sorting through the classes um you know they're going and and those uh animals that win are moving up the pyramid you know till you get to that grand drive and so um essentially that's what our system does it allows for a very um uh, you know, for you to be able to customize it to your needs. And um, probably the most exciting side of it is it's built on some of the most powerful software available on the backside of um, uh, using Microsoft Azure, which doesn't mean a lot to people, but it is um, very, very powerful and has the ability to do um, some incredible things. So um, we have some other ideas that we'd like to build into it in the future. But um, at this point, what it does is um, it, it, it works. So uh, we had our first show go through yesterday and do their entry process. Of course, we've done a ton of beta testing, but it was incredible. Um, you know, a, a lot of people have asked us and said, what do you think about the quality of the videos? What are they going to look like? Are the kids going to, you know, really work at this, whatever? And I can tell you from talking to the families, the 4-H leaders and some of the FFA advisors in that county, the kids had an absolute blast. They said it was harder than what they thought it was going to be, but they had a you know, a great time producing the videos and, and putting them together. And it was something completely different for a lot of kids than what they're traditionally used to doing. And I think right now our kids need that. They need the ability to showcase their animals and their projects and all the work and time they put into them. We, we don't want to supplant what, um, you know, a stock show does we want to be able to supplement it right now and be able to have kind of a, a stopgap measure for, for us not being able to have live shows. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it involves a new skill too. It's given these, it's giving people the, the opportunity to learn how to edit videos, how to produce videos. Just like you said, I mean, I bet these kids are having a great time just going on iMovie or something and just playing around cutting and editing videos. I bet they're having a great time with it. Yeah, absolutely. And we know that there's going to, the there's going to be people out there that go and do it quick and dirty right and then there's going to be people that spend more time and you know i i've had some questions about that and even you and i discussed that and i equate it to you know you have families that are brand new or you know they do one project a year at their county fair and this is a way for their kids to learn some responsibility they're probably not going to be the family that's going to go out and invest a ton of money in their animals etc and then you have the families that this is what they live and breathe right and so, um, you know, they bring their animals in, they have impeccable skin and hair, they are fitted to the T, they've, you know, etc. You're seeing that with these videos, too. There's definitely different levels. And so, um, you know, and I think that that's, uh, it, it goes back to the same premise that um, the individuals that put in the time and energy are going to probably be the ones that sort to the top. So, um, but uh, anyway, it's, um, it's something exciting. It's new. The interest has been absolutely absolutely incredible but almost overwhelming but we are we have an awesome team as you know in place that um, 
um, has managed some very, very large dog shows in this country. And so um, we have a great team in place and, and uh, there's a lot of excitement around this. There's some other opportunities that it has, I think, um, uh, opened up for us and, and certainly for other people and started thinking outside of the box of what they've traditionally done and how they could use this even beyond. And, and I think everyone's hope is that in four, six or eight weeks, whatever it is, possibly in two, this thing is lifted and we're able to go back to what we know. And, um, and, and that is my hope. And so uh, we're doing this to help support kids and support fairs and try to get them through uh, what's happening right now. And I know that they're, I'm talking to some fair managers, even there's, you know, a lot of fairs out there that are very nervous right now. And they use their entry money and the scholarship dollars that come in and the money from their auctions, the, the, the percentage that they take there to operate on a yearly basis for a portion of what, um, you know, their, their costs are. We hope that this software will allow them to um, still have, uh, you know, some income come in and then be able to save some money and possibly even save jobs. I've, I've talked to multiple fair administrators that have said, you know, we we're trying to figure out how we can maintain our entries and um, keep that money coming in from our from our sale and be able to keep our staff on board. So um, at the end of the day, you know, this is about kids, but it's also about helping um, to to not have uh, an immense amount of disruption in our industry. So, and just try to get us through at this point um, until this thing is over. So there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of interest. I think people are super excited about it. I think it's, um, you know, it's really exciting, um, but it's, it's also a very powerful software. It can do a lot of things. And I think um, when we get through this, there's going to be some innovation that comes from people that are thinking outside of the box of how they can use this um, for their fairs, their shows, and, and possibly, even their their own breeding programs and so forth with their own customers yeah and i just want to uh backtrack really quick and we talked about how it works and everything with the software and stuff like that but i just want to kind of give people a rundown of what it actually is uh for people that haven't watched the facebook live or anything like that this is this is simply just an alternative to your show if it gets canceled or something like that uh this is a software that you can register in upload videos the judge will watch those videos, place the classes, and then so so on and so forth like a regular show. I just wanted to spell that Correct. out just in case people yeah. were just a little confused as to what we were talking about with just um, like how it works and everything like that. Sure, sure, yeah. But, it, it, essentially, it's um, the back end of your stock show that you can still run all your classes and, and uh, use video as your tool to, to get those sorted and get your results. Now, how do shows uh, – that are possibly going to get canceled or scared of getting canceled, how do they get involved um, with the virtual stock show? So they can go to our website and uh, we have an intake um, questionnaire on there that they can fill out. And then our team will contact you. Or, or of course, um, we have our entire team's phone numbers listed on our website, which is uh, virtualstockshow.com. And they can go on there and uh, contact any anyone on our team. And we can certainly walk them through the process. The one thing that we didn't talk about, Canon, is we also have an auction solution in place. And so um, we know a lot of fairs are obviously... 
um, you know, some fairs are going to want to have an auction and also a virtual show. Some fairs are only going to do a virtual show and some fairs are only going to do an auction. So um, essentially, we had a number of individuals that reached out to us and said, listen, we need, um, you know, a, a full suite of services. Can you help us come up with an idea of how we can manage all of this? And, you know, my background, I've been in the auction business for 20 years. And we've used just about every software program under the sun. So um, as we started thinking about the best process for these junior auctions, um, we came up with a solution and have, um, you know, partnered with several different software uh, auction software uh, companies in the industry to be able to provide what we are going to call a live virtual auction. So um, you will actually bid just like uh, you know a lot of people that are involved in the purebred industry or buy at um, some of the livestock markets are familiar with um, some of the software out there that provides for this already. Um, essentially, you'll hear the auctioneer, the lot will come up and people will be able to bid from the comfort of their home or um, at, uh, you know, their place of employment or wherever it is. And we'll run that auction essentially just like they would run their junior auction. It'll just all be done over the computer. So it'll be a live um, auction. It'll be a live auction. So wow. they'll hear the auctioneer okay. one lot at a time. We'll sell them. They'll pre-register for the auction on their computers and that way they can take, and let's say we have a big donor um, that has $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 to bid the sale. They're still going to be able to spend uh, that money on each individual kid and, and be able to work their budget and say, okay, I was able to get that one for, let's say, $7 a pound, and now I can move this money over here, etc. What my... Um, concern, I guess, uh, from being in the industry and talking to several people that own some of the software that's out there with some of the static style auctions. So the way that traditionally these uh, prospect animals are marketed through some of the platforms that are out there using that software um, to conduct these junior auctions is that, you know, they have racehorse style closing or they have a, a closing all at once. And I think that um, our big supporters, people that are not used to using those platforms, platforms are going to struggle with that and not being able to keep track of where their money's at and being able to push the money around and so forth. And then in addition, if you have 350 lots or 400 or 500 or 600, and you're trying to use that static style auction, um, those, those traditional methods, are, they are going to extend possibly, you know, and so those individuals are, it's going to continue to extend and extend and extend. And if they, yeah. if they have those five or three or two minute extensions, my gosh, that auction could go on for four or five days with that many lots. And then at the same time, um, you know, that individual is a registered bidder um, that is just a local supporter that maybe isn't familiar with traditional auctions. They're going to be getting emails every time they get outbid and, and, then, you know, whenever they um, are, are the high bidder and possibly even text messages, I mean, there's, there's multiple softwares that do different things, but we just think that that may be a little, um, you know, over the top for these junior auctions, and we probably need to try to run them as close to to how they are traditionally ran as possible. And we think that live virtual auction is the correct way to do it. So we have the ability to do that for any of these fairs as well and have a great team in place to handle that. Yeah, and and that's one thing that I was really concerned about when I when I saw all these shows canceling and stuff like that. I wasn't worried about the, the people that are really invested in this industry. I was, I was really worried about the, the first and second year members of 4-H and FFA 
that could possibly get stiffed on this deal uh, for a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand dollars, whatever they're spending, and it's discouraging. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I would have to say, if I was a first year member trying to show a show an animal, this is very discouraging. It could be discouraging, you know. And at the end of the day, I think uh, the reality of the situation, Canon, and of course, I, you know helped raise you and we went through um you know showing hogs and and of course did the entire did the entire thing uh, you were uh, had the luxury of not having to really you know pay for your own projects particularly because <laughs> you had an uncle jeff right yeah, exactly. there are families out there that have a loan through you know their local farm credit or um the usda or whatever and there's there's families that struggle to buy those animals and pay for their feed and so forth and and this is something they've decided to do or those freshman ffa members that had their families had no idea what a livestock project was and now you know they've taken this on and now this has happened unfortunately none of us can control what's going on right now um but if there's a way for us as a community um as individuals in this in this stock show industry to help those type of families out and, and for those kids to recoup some of their investment i think that that's a responsibility that each fair and the board of directors there has to help those families as much as possible and there's there's multiple different um ways that fairs are doing that and i'm not going to say that one way is better than another my hope is that it, as a industry that we come together and try to help support those families and so um you know if we can help out with that in any way that's what we want to do um and 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 of course the flip side of that is this is life and sometimes not everything works out exactly the way it's supposed to. And of course, some of those kids, and depending on what fair they go to, they may not make the auction. Not every animal sells at every single auction, right? So our hope is that those kids had a backup plan or they have the ability to sell those animals in another format if that's if that's what that fair chooses. Um, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a life lesson for a lot of people. And, and of course, everyone is going through, um, you know, the same stuff right now. There's a lot of families that have been laid off or people, their business owners, that their businesses are at a standstill, you know, so that's going to affect the auction prices, etc. So I, it's not... I, you know, it's not one group within our industry that's feeling the impact. It's everyone. And so if there's a way for us as a business with the virtual stock show um, to be able to help out in some capacity with these fairs, these stock shows and on our industry, that is our complete and total mission. So, um, you know, that is our goal. And, and to be honest with you, Canon, I really hope in four weeks, um, I never have to to say the word virtual stock show again. I, I hope that we are all back to business and uh, this economy cranks back up and we're able to have our stock shows and, and go right back to doing what we were doing. Um, the reality of that situation is it may be different in different regions of the country and hopefully this solution works for them. I think that this software has other um you know, extensions or other ways we can think about how to use it after we get through this. But the reality of the situation is this is a stopgap measure. And uh, I've, I've had some some individuals that are fair managers or on boards and stuff say, well, gosh, Jeff, you, you know, are these animals really going to be able to get evaluated correctly? And, uh, you know, I don't know if the kids are going to be able to do a video and this and that. And there's 
there's 20 different reasons not to do it. But the reality of the situation is, for a lot of fairs, this is their only opportunity for these kids to get to show their animals. It is not a perfect solution, but it is a solution. And so I think that that's really important for people to remember that we have to think inside the box. We have to do things differently right now. And I think at the end of the day, if you don't offer those kids the opportunity and they're that close to finishing their projects, I think that every fair and every board has a responsibility to give those kids that option. And um, that's that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. No, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, and I, I think it's going to be good for a lot of people. I mean, it, it is the only alternative, and, and we have to do something. Um, well, and I think there was other potential alternatives, and there's probably people working on stuff that's similar, and that's great. But I, I again, I think um, this is a turnkey software, and it works. And so I, I would really hope that people would take a look at it. And certainly our goal and our mission is to, to be able to help out every county fair, every um, jackpot show, and anyone else that wants to put on a show to help them get through this and, and for us to, to allow these kids to exhibit their animals and, and do it the best way that we can so i've got one more question for you yeah you bet is there gonna be a reason section where the judge can type up maybe his thoughts on the class yeah so that's a great question actually um so there is we've built into the system currently where the judges type in um some some reasons what our thought process is is if they have to type that on every single animal that could be you know a long process so what our recommendation is to the fairs is for them to uh, provide some reasons on those grands and reserves or those or those division champions or breed champions. And then also we are working on an auditory component where the judges will be able to record that. And obviously we have a way for them to still do that, not through our system, but them to be able to go back and view the videos and do that. And we're going to do some overlays with those videos and um, so that the shows can, can post those videos and have that. Um, Um, those reasons on those grand animals. We think that that's really, really important and people are going to want to hear that. So we have, um, I'm not going to tell you all our secret sauce, but we have some really cool ideas of how we can execute that. And uh, we're working with some fairs to get that done. And I think it's going to be truly exciting to see um, how this all comes together. Perfect. Well, I'm, I'm really, really excited to see how it all comes together. And like you said, hopefully in Ford, uh, four weeks, we don't even have to worry about this anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I, I thank you for jumping on. I know, you know, um, you probably had someone else that was going to be on this week, but the, the, the most important thing is, is that we get this information out to as many people as possible so they can share it with their boards and their fair administrators and hopefully, um, their fairs don't get canceled. And if they, if they are going to cancel those fairs and, and they still, um, potentially will offer the kids a way to exhibit using virtual stock show. Yes, sir. Um, I've got one more question about next level, really quick. We're gonna. You you just told me that we only had one more question. So but this, this one's, one's about cost you. This one's about next kidding. level, though, so it doesn't even count. Yeah, yeah. Good, okay, go. so um, I really think that we should. I should have a referral code uh, for my listeners. Um, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, like podcast listeners are like, hey, go to. Um, You're putting me on the spot. Go too. to Stitch Fix and and type in this referral code, and they get fifteen percent off. I think I should have a referral code for Next Level, since okay. since Next Level is a sponsor of the podcast. Hmm, interesting. Well, I think that we can do that. 
Um, let me. Uh, I get a hundred percent of the it? profits. Do I get to sleep on it? No, I get a hundred percent of the profits. You have to <laughs> oh, answer now. Oh, is that how it works? Okay, okay. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yes, sleep on we it. We can but... definitely do something. And so, listeners, listen up. We are going to do something with Canon. We'll come up with something unique, and um, make sure you share this with your friends and uh, get this podcast out there. Um, Canon, you're doing an incredible job. I am incredibly proud of you. So, Well, thank you. I appreciate it. There's bigger yep, things to bet. come, too. I'm excited. Awesome. All right. Well, Have a great night. And um, guys, uh, share this podcast. Get it out to as many people as possible. Let's keep our industry intact. Let's save some jobs. Let's help these kids. And let's help Canon share uh, his podcast to as many people as possible as well. Boom. Go go uh, follow uh, Virtual Stock Show on Facebook and all that jazz. You bet. Go to the website, uh, figure out how to try to contribute, try to help out with your community, everything like that. Thank you, Jeff, and I'll talk yeah. to you later. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.